Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Let's go. Let's go. That was funny. Morning, everyone. So you're already going too fast. Yeah, sorry. You've been running all week. Did you see that banana skin there? Oh, like two steps into the run. Yeah, sorry. I set off a bit of a lick there, didn't I? Morning, running commentary. We're going for a short run this this week, just because. Your back's well, back. well, you, well, you tell you tell them you tell us where we're going. Yeah, we're going to take know, so. we, we what what about five miles? Yeah, five miles would be good. So we're going to yeah. take it out east, um, well northeast out of N16, my area. Nice. We'll go uh, um, Stoke Newington Common, Clapton, Walthamstow Marshes. Nice. Back nice. through Hackney Downs. Nice. And, uh, but yeah, you've put, you've put your back out again, haven't you? I know how tedious. Yeah. It wasn't quite as bad as last time, but it was. Of the same ilk, and it yeah. happened in exactly the same way. I lifted a suitcase. Yeah, you've got to. I li- I lift- <laughs> I've got to stop helping people. Okay. So what happens? I lift. I lifted a heavy suitcase without bending my knees. But I was going to say, in all seriousness, it's the thing to avoid doing when you're feeling better. You've got to still not do it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, because I, I had been doing bits of planking, a bit more stretching. Yeah. It happened in exactly the same order. I lifted a suitcase without bending my knees. Yeah. A heavy suitcase, not just any suitcase, not a, a noticeably heavy one. One of those where they say, this is heavy. One of those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch and, yourself. Yeah. If you've had back issues within the last yeah. 18 months, I felt, avoid picking this up. I felt, I felt it ping and thought, oh, that's a shame. But then it kind of settled. Yeah. And then the next couple of days, I did loads of driving. Yeah. And then I woke up late, say, Sunday morning, just couldn't, couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. So it's just driving, and it, it pinged already. Driving exacerbates this stuff so badly, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, hugely. Abs- yeah, yeah, I know. But it uh, was frustrating, so I've had to have another week off. I haven't had a run in a week. Yeah. Hence, I've fairly short run today. Yeah, and also, you, I could, you know, you're holding, you're holding yourself carefully, aren't you? Yeah. If we need to go shorter than that, you just, uh, no, no, just no, no, say no. it. It should be, I mean, I'm tempted to go further, but I know that's part of the root of my problem is 
when you've been out of running properly for a bit. Yeah. And then you get back into it. Yeah. And then you start to feel okay. Yeah. You really want to go mental, don't you? Yeah, You, exactly. you quickly want to, because you enjoy running so much, you think, yeah, I'll right. just run loads now. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing loads of hard training track sessions and stuff, and... Just a bit much too soon, maybe. Yeah, I'm on the kind of gentle version of the same thing because I'm really enjoying it, doing lots of miles. I'm hurting a little bit from giving it something, but, you know. You've been away for a week? You've yeah, been, I was you've been in Wales. I think I told you before I went that I was going to be, uh, you know, staying in this fantastic house that looks out over a valley. Yes. And then you get to run through it, you know. Nice. I kept standing in the middle of this country lane, yeah. waving both my arms, hoping members of my family would go, look, there's <laughs> Daddy. Yeah. Charting never, the hero's never path. Never yes. <laughs> but really, was, was the weather nice? Was it good? Oh, it's gorgeous. Well, excellently uh, changeable. I think I saw more rain over there than... Because the weather's been great, hasn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah, it has. And a lot of storms that didn't quite come. Right. Or came in the night, so the days were still nice and stuff. I saw some... Some photos. It looked idyllic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did three runs, and one of them was like the just around the valley I was in, which was uh, it's about five miles, but it's right hilly. Yeah. And uh, it's got a really good long hill at the end. It was nice to do it. Um, They're great, aren't they? Those holiday time, hills. Yes. And also, it's two years since I was there, and uh, I don't know if it's just when you go back somewhere. I just found it a lot less psychologically difficult. Yeah, that's great. I'm thinking, am I fit now? That's great. Or is yeah. it just like I'm not listening to my complainy voice in my yes. head? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but the big run I developed this time, I looked at the map and then went up this hill. The, the view is like all trees and little fields and villages and small ridges. But over on the right, it gets a bit bigger. Right. It's like suddenly goes all. There's no trees. It looks like a moor, you know. Yeah. And there's a wind farm up there. And I found out that from the map that there's like a bridal path right. going along the horizon. Oh, anyway, that so good. I did it. And it's just fantastic, not least because it's basically, you go down the hill from where we were staying through this tiny village at the bottom of the valley. Yeah. And over a river. Yeah. And then, morning, Pine, it's uphill for probably definitely two miles, maybe three. Right. You know, different roads, different gradients, but just a constant climb. Real alpine That's climb. That's so good for strength, that. Yeah, it just... And, and that really is fantastic, yeah. And psychological strength. You yeah, know, yeah, just yeah, don't, yeah, definitely. Um, because you just forget about it. Yeah. I was talking to someone the other day who doesn't do his whole running up hills, that stuff, go right here. Yeah. But... That's the magical thing. If you haven't done the hill running, dear listener, yeah. is you get this thing where you're at the bottom of a hill or, or, or you've been running loads of hills and you've got to come out by another one. You think, oh, God, this is going to be so difficult. And then you just forget. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the machine does it. So in a way, the length of the hill is, is the not the easiest thing, but the, the most illuminating thing. And those are the moments that make you so much stronger, those moments on your own where yeah. you're just barreling up a hill, you know. Yes, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It was really spectacular. And, uh, you know, as you know, I've been running quite hard and fast yeah. uh, around London. So to go slower and more hilly, it's, yeah, definitely. you know, it's just yeah. making that training quite three-dimensional. That's great, yeah. So it was quite a good time yesterday when the Yorkshire Marathon said, just 19 weeks. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's actually quite a lot of weeks. Yes, it is quite a lot of weeks. It's but not much less than half a year, but it, no. the use of the word just is good. Yeah, it's nigh on five months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, as we were saying, people trying to get back into it, it's 
I think part of the reason I've got back into it was it's actually kind of deadline free. Yeah. I just drifted back into it. And the, uh, people have been uh, very kind of them. Loads, a lot of half marathon yep. possibilities come through. Yeah. I like that one in Wales. We yeah. should do that. We should totally I'm gonna do it. We're going to have a look it. at that and do it. I mean, it's, where, where, where is it? It's near where I was staying. It's, uh, it's right sort of... It's in the middle of the top half of Wales. Right. So you would say North Wales, but it's not quite into Snowdonia or the North Coast okay. or any of that. And uh, it's uh, Lake Vrunri, Right. which uh, you've got to soften up those wise, but that pronunciation a bit more. Is and, that, and, that, sorry, and, that, and that's September the 9th, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Well, we should do that, yeah. And it's near my friend's house. It's really good. I absolutely agree, and it's in the yeah. afternoon, so it's, it's a time for comedians. What, what the great thing about it is, it's, it's a one pm start. Yeah, yeah, that's unprecedented, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've got, we've almost got to do it purely for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Although, um, you know, maybe in that case, I shouldn't voice my reservations because they might, they might bar me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't remember who recommended it, but thanks for the recommendation. Sounds excellent. And uh, and we're up for it, aren't we? We're going yeah, to absolutely, it. yeah. But I'm um, in here and uh, going down Kiniston Avenue to cross Stoke Newton. Uh, is it, I, I don't think I've ever done this run in this direction. It's nice to it's do it. It's nice to do it in a different direction. Yeah. So, yeah. So I went to the website. Yeah. First of all, it said it's sold out. Right. So I thought, oh well, forget well, it. Well, there we go. There goes that. Un- very unreasonably cross. But apparently, it isn't. That was just some kind of. A, that was just an initial a greeting. Yeah. Exactly, we that felt was a, like that. that was a, because that's the basic stance. Here's the question: How how grumpy am I being? Right. Yeah. This isn't a sponsored run. Right. It's a real run sorted out by real people. What is that? What they said? Yeah. Right. So immediately, you know, I'm like, what? What are you saying? You know, I ran the. London Marathon. Yeah. There's a lot of sponsorship there, isn't there? There's a lot of yes, money there is. Yeah, there is. So yeah. many good people doing so many of good course, things. Yeah. It's essentially... I, I, well, how much is it to run it? To run London? No, to run, to run Wales. I don't know. I don't know. Right, because I, I imagine it'll be reflected in the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. There is a sort of... There's a swathe of runners, and I sort of understand it who just want to run a race and don't want to pay 40 quid and get sponsorship and the whole yeah. whole thing around. But but to proclaim it is a bit weird. Yeah, the implication to be it, to be it is different, isn't it? To just yeah, be yeah, that. Yeah, I get it. It serves a different purpose. Yeah, because but it doesn't mean you have to diss the original No, thing. absolutely, because subtextually you'd understand it anyway. It's like 12 quid to enter, yeah. this and that. Do you, know, you, you, you read between the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to say, because that's implying that people... Who runs sp- sponsored races aren't real runners, and the yeah, people who organise right. them aren't real people. I mean, I ran, you know, <laughs> I'm running with Parkinson's UK, right? Yeah. And luckily, good old, you know, I get to, um, right. sorry, cheers. I get to, uh, I think we were pretty uh, cool about what was potentially a fairly bitey dog there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crossing uh, St. Newton to come, we might have a bit of trouble crossing the road here. Look, at, I'm getting a picture of this. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there were, what, 200 and something people running for Parkinson's this year? Yes. And I should think that there's probably some really fit runners amongst them. Yes, of course. But yeah. mainly, these are people who live with someone, who know someone who's got Parkinson's, a relative's got Parkinson's, yes. they themselves have got Parkinson's. Yes. And yeah, each yeah. one of those is making money for charity, sometimes a few hundred quid, sometimes a few thousand quid. Of course, you know? of course. And, of that's, course. and every single one of those people is on such a... 
laudable journey. Yes. And, yeah. and, and of course, within the London Marathon, that's a drop in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and the London Marathon is a drop in the ocean of all the marathons all the and all the sponsored runs of the world. So, yeah, so that put my back up. But they're, but they're, they're also all real people. They're real. They are yeah, real yeah, people. they exist in the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit weird, but having said that, should be a laugh. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It should be. It's run and by runners. And start is good, Four yeah. runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But then guess hard. what the clincher was? What? This is a no headphones, no MP3, oh, of course, no of course. music player race. I must say I'm quite looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. It rings a few of my bells. I've got to say, I'm just glad you'll be there. I'll just be running along next to you saying, see, the thing about it is, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm not sponsored today. I am. Um, no, it's, it's going to be great. It's a really good thing. And I think, you know, this is a conversation to be had. It's a good, co- it's a good conversation to be had because there's lots of club runners resent the, 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 the urge to sponsor everything in these massive events. But having said that, it's, it's such a source of positivity in the yeah, world. That's right. I just it's think running and charitable giving. I mean, come on. It's about mutual it's <laughs> respect, exactly. Just yeah. They're two different things. Yeah. But one isn't better than the other. Of course, of course. I totally, I totally And I think that when it comes down to it, you know, we have exactly that. I mean, you're a proper lifelong sort of club runner. Um, Sporadic. You know, yeah. We know these people. Yeah, but you yeah. know the scene. You I know. know these people. You come from yeah. this world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. we are, we say, you know, we would put it on the on the blooming mission statement that if you run, you're a runner. Oh, absolutely. So, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a nonsense. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to go and take that on. Smarting a little bit this, this morning. It was a bit of a weird day yesterday, but old, uh, I don't know whether you've seen in the papers. You said Michael McIntyre had Yeah, to. he got robbed. He got robbed Yeah, yesterday. horrible. He got... Uh, so you've been in touch. Well, he rang me. He rang me whilst waiting for the police. I mean, it was yeah. like, he was very anxious. Well, but he was off to, off to pick his kids up from school, wasn't he? Yeah, well, this is why it's sort of... That's awful. It's going to open up the debate a bit in terms of criminality and stuff. It's school pickup yeah. at King Alfred's. Right. It doesn't get any more middle, upper-class liberal than that. It's high-end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's high-end comfort zone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he got his window smashed in by... A couple of guys on a moped and he's, and he's uh, watching Wallet next. Yeah, and the kids... And very... The kids weren't in the car yet, were they? But they could have been. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's horrible. Oh, it's awful. It's, it's a very frightening thing to experience. Yeah, and you know that people will be going, ha, 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 you're famous and you're rich, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be sympathy-free. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's... It's just quite bizarre, isn't it? It's, a, yeah. it's an odd thing, because they, they recognised him and then started to come around. I think initially he thought they were coming around for a selfie. Right, and right. Then he, <laughs> and then he realised. Oh, my word. So, awful thing it's to It's a kind of Robin Hoodness. They'll, they'll morally be justifying it to themselves. So he can handle it. Or, or even further than that, he's not really real. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think <laughs> We can th- rob this guy because he's a cartoon character. Yeah, I don't think they think about it at all, do they? No. They're just, they're just nicking whatever they can and terrorising who they can. Yeah, yeah. So, poor Michael. Yeah. Here's to you. Yeah, yeah, the tough, uh, the tough old day yesterday. Yeah. You can't imagine what that's like until you've had it, I think. Someone no. just smashing your window with a hammer. No, me and wife were talking about it. Me and wife. <laughs> My wife. Your wife, yeah. <laughs> me and wife. Me. Um, wife. Talk. Oh, a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to take that? I think we, we need a record of this <laughs> special moment, don't this we? Is, 
one of many triumphs I've been today. in Wales. I'm feeling a bit mountain-friendly at the moment. That was nice. Yeah, good. <laughs> Me, wife, talk, Me, grind. Me, wife, rock, up. That sounds like a, a new kind of shock radio show. Me, wife, talk, crime. <laughs> um... Yeah, we were just saying how to be robbed always makes you feel a bit kind of violated, but yeah. you'd much rather turn around and have, find something that's been slipped away. Yes. There's even a certain art to nicking someone's phone off a table when they're not looking. Yes. But to the kind so, yeah. of anything kind of violent or threatening or smashy. Yes. It's, oh God, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's to have it sort of physically dragged off you right now. Yeah. Jeff Norcott, comedian, yeah. had to go on a moped, go on a moped, just came up and snatched his phone out of his hand while he was on it. Yeah. in the street on the way to a gig the other day. Oh, I feel sorry for him because when he got to the gig, the comedians being comedians... Immediately ripped immediately into him. Immediately <laughs> him a hard time. And, uh, and he's, he could just see in his eyes. It's like, is this guys, what we... Is can I just, can I just have half an hour so I can have a little cry? Is this what we've no, become? No, yeah. But, uh, well, it's affecting my behaviour, the old... Uh, Moped crime spree. I yeah. just don't walk around with my phone out. Did you see me just put my phone away? Yeah. Just <laughs> I think it's Well, I start to worry about us running around with this paraphernalia. Yeah. But if we did the Lake Runery half marathon with these on, yeah. did that break the headphone rule? I mean, we've got no headphones. Would we Have still they got be a microphone real? rule? Ooh, I am going to email them. Hello, we might bring <laughs> our <laughs> yeah. microphones. Yes. Yeah. Will that mean we are real people? Yes. Would that transgress the real runner criteria? Yes. So you'll be looking for a a solid run there. Yeah, I think not so. a time, but a solid effort because yeah, it'll be exactly. hilly and yeah, that'll well, be I great. That'll be a nice little race. The pace I'm kind of accessing naturally currently. Yeah. And just start building the miles up, you know. Yeah. I could do the. I ran seven yesterday. I don't know if it, you know. I didn't check it was seven. It's just right. about that long. Yeah. And uh, but my average pace was. Uh, 740 miles. Yeah. And, you know, that, I've run faster, but I wasn't trying to go as fast as I could or anything. That's just me cruising. I was just getting into it before this back thing, but just when we did that 14 the other week in the country. Yeah. You just feel the strength returning, don't you? Yep. Just that one weekly long run. But you know what else so you feel? Important. You know those shorts with the uh, Lycra inserts? Yes. They're no good. They're no good. I know you're not wearing them. I'm not today. wearing them anymore. If what, I run fast what? enough or far enough in those. A bit chafy. Chafy up the top there. Right. Because the Lycra ones, they pull <laughs> themselves down. Right. And then you've got thigh to thigh contact, you know. Right. <laughs> no one wants that. Thigh to thigh. No one wants to even fit, hear about that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, actually. Cause thigh to thigh contact. I like that outfit. I've got the Lycra shorts with the overshorts built in and a running vest. Yeah. And oh, feeling good. And then you go out, you know. And then, you know hit, in Wales, I got hit by a heavy shower. <laughs> and then it passed. I'm like, yeah, feeling good. And then um, my thighs rubbed together. My yeah. armpits rubbed together. Well, because I was all wet, my nips got all chafy. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, nip chafe, thigh to thigh. It hurt more than London. You like, you like the tight vibe, though, don't you? I believe in body... If With you can clothes. get it right, body con, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, all of those, even, even talking about that, you know, the bits that rub there... That's basically bits where I'm rubbing against myself. When I'm wearing a vest, it always feels like the edge of the vest is rubbed. Yes. It's actually just where my upper arm is rubbing against my side. Right, right. So right, if I wear yeah. a, a snug T-shirt like this one, yeah, it doesn't happen. And it's the same with shorts. I wear snug, just totally normal underpants. 
Right. But like sort of um, trunks. Style. I like yeah. I like a snug fit pant. Yeah, but not but pictures to follow. But they go down the leg. You know, yeah. my, my favourite kind of pants are like Bert Lancaster would wear in the yes in the when he was yes doing all those swimming pools. I model my pants on Bert. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can call Bert Lancaster Bertie. <laughs> oh, dear Bertie. <laughs> yeah, Bertie. Now we get to play the game. The thing about Bert Lancaster is he's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He never gets sponsorship. <laughs> What's he, he says in Field of Dreams? He's got to go home and he does his smile. He says, I have to go. Or, he says, Cecilia will be wondering where I am or something like that. It doesn't matter really, he says. Right. got to go. Cecilia will be wondering where I am. <laughs> Or equivalent, but then he just smiles like that, and it's like <laughs> twing. Oh, about Lancaster. Um, yeah, so this is great. We get to run down the incredibly that's one hill. So someone said after our, you know, fell run thing is to learn how to use the brakes better. I kind of get that because what when you're running downhill? Yeah, if you can run downhill, kind of without clenching and yet still have control, that's good exercise. Yeah, but we he just don't get enough hill action. He was saying. Run down. He was because we were talking about trying to run downhill as quickly as possible. Yeah, but he was saying for maximum training effect, try and put the brakes on the skin, which is fair dues. Yeah. Well, I think certainly, as I was saying to you, I think I, the thing I would take from that is I'd love to be better at putting the brakes on. Right. Because when I was coming down that steep hill, you couldn't do it. I, well, it would just immediately hurt the back of my neck and head. Right. That was fine, but it was instant. It, it hurt the like back of your neck and head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I was holding my whole body from my head. You know, like a cat it's holding funny. a kitten by the scruff of the neck. It's funny the whole body thing, isn't it? It's crazy. And, uh, but then when I was in Wales, eventually, uh, after that incredibly long uphill, yeah. the downhills, again, they're just great. Cause you just, and that's the thing with a bit of hill running. It's like running on half a seat. Yes. You get, you really open up. You know, if you run yeah. long enough on the ups, yes. then when you start going down, you do. Oh, it's beautiful. And particularly, like, not fell running, not incredibly precipitous. No. You get onto, in fact, these parts, they kind of feel flat. Right. They totally aren't. Yeah. They're hills, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah, But, yeah. like, maybe tarmac or a built-up path. And you just fly down them. Yeah, and it's And you can almost convince yourself that that's just you running and that yeah. you're on the flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that it's actually one in four. That's when you're really and you're your, running as fast as you ever That's do. when you really get your pace. Up. Yeah. I mean, talking of minutes per mile, I got off that wind farm hill. It's like a little lane. Yeah. You come off that. I'd been on, you know, gravel tracks for a long time. And I went through a gate and I'm back on a little um, tarmac road. Yeah. And I ran down just that. legging it. Legging yeah. it. Seven minutes that mile. Nice. And nice. It's just. Nice. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. probably waving my arms around. That's great. Like Meg Ryan on a bike. That's great. In the City of Angels. Just before the accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's lovely. But so what so where are we now? We're coming out of We're in uh, Springfield Park. Nice. So we're gonna we've come past the nice little cafe and we pull left here past the bowling green. You realise this is a measure of how England works. In London, the bowling greens they don't keep them because no one bowls. And then you go to other places like Wales or the bowling there's a really good one in Penrith. Yeah. And uh, the bowling greens are kept and people bowl. Flat as a pancake, yeah. Yeah, and you come in and think, oh, it's so sad, but then... You can't bowl on that, mate. It's, yeah, yeah, you go bowling. I mean, they just stop. They've they? let they overgrown, innit? What's the point? But equally, you've got to have the community, haven't you? Yeah. There's not many kids around here. So yeah. Coming down the bowls. Kids, hey, fam. Do you want to do a bit yeah. of bowls? Hey, fam. 
you want to go down bowling, is it, bro? <laughs> um, we used to bowl. As, we, there was a bit of bowling as kids, wasn't there? Back on the hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a bit of bowling, wasn't there? Did that? you do bowls? I mean, you were. I mean, you were in Scarborough. You know what I mean? So you were about thirty years earlier than me. It was a bit of. <laughs> we used to do a bit of. A bit of golf, a bit of sort of putting golf. On. But there was, I'm sure bowls wasn't all just a thing for the elderly. Well, I remember it being on the telly, like yeah. a proper, as a, as a sport that people did. And that was, there was one guy who was good at it who was vaguely famous. I can't remember his name. Jeff Capes. That's it. Yeah. He was massive, the world's massive. strongest bowler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he used to lift all the bowls onto the green, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. And he'd hold it out like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier coming down, isn't it? Yeah. It's, Although it's, it's so funny because all these London hills, if you're some of the beautiful places people have been posting about recently, these yeah. London hills are just nothing. They're not, absolutely you really nothing. You can't the Nothing. The only way to get a proper hill run here would be to come here and go up and down and up and down, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like Primrose Hill. But even then, you're not psychologically getting to the no, same No, it's not place. the same. Call this hill. This ain't no hill. <laughs> See, I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay, you know. My back's yeah. a little bit hurting. Hurting. Yeah. I saw you. I didn't get a picture because you're coming down the hill, but you kind of pinned your arms to your sides and yeah. tacked yeah, like down that. the hill, yeah. like a kind of like a penguin on a sailing boat. Is that is that is that a quick photo? Up? Well, yeah, yeah, let's I'll, see. I'll just I'll just run up there and down and just just, just to get a shot of it. You won't be able to catch the spirit of the zigzag, but I'll, just I'll get a it. Kind of, just as a sort of basic basic method. Yeah, let's see it. So he's gone up near the tennis courts in Springfield Park. If I get a couple of shots, you'll be able to get an impression of how the zigzag is working. Yeah, he goes, he's tacking nicely. It's <laughs> quite a tip, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, physiologically sound. <laughs> There's no way that's a mistake. Perfect technique there <laughs> for the descent. Well, I did. It, I, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record but between those runs in Wales yeah doing my exercises right yeah I've upped my press ups and all that all that business you know I normally do yeah and uh, finding it difficult feeling a bit guilty doing it when on holiday with the family and everything yeah and also just finding it really hard it is wow these press ups have got really hard and I suddenly worked out what it was because I was trying to be sort of sociable I was doing it with the um Without the Without music, music. yeah, and it just it makes exercise yeah. so much easier for yeah. me with music. Yeah, not just running, any exercise. Yeah. It's like you need it. It's like a sponge. Yes, that mops up all the yeah. unhelpful high this brain is an, This is an intense downhill. Yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate that, that there are actually people coming the other way. <laughs> it's a bit like kind of <laughs> temping bowling. Just tiptoe down. Except the pins seem to be getting their revenge. But yeah, I mean, I just. It's just fundamental to me. I need it. I need to fill you need in distraction. that mental gap, and you know, and it's and I, I've done quite a lot of running without headphones, but looking back, I just listen. I just, you know, sing songs to myself in my head. I yeah. remember the other day my 10k PB. I didn't it was a no headphone run. Right. I love paths like this. Running. This is nice. It's gravelly. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Did you check the uh, hilarious? Ray Joe moment with uh, Alistair Campbell the other night. No, tell me You've this. been on holiday. Yeah. Alistair Campbell's one of those guys. Um, this comes along with all the usual caveats of he's just a person doing his best. Right. But I found him a bit annoying. Yeah. I found him a little bit... I met him once. Yeah. 
and he was one of those guys who was, he was training for a marathon. Yeah. Just didn't ask me one question. He was yeah. one of those who just obsessed with his own heroism and his own struggle. And I loved him when he was the singer of UB40. Yeah, that was, listen, that was a great stage. <laughs> that was a great stage of his life. It's a different Ali Campbell, isn't it? Yeah, it's a different one. Yeah. Right, I see that. Now. Spin Doctor, Master of the Dark Arts. Malcolm Tucker. Yes, and he, uh, so he's on the radio and LBC doing some phoning yeah. about feminism. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> insinuating he's some kind of great feminist. Again, yeah. always sets the alarm bells going when people are just self-proclaiming like that. So. Yeah. Particularly in this case, men. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just, that, I, mean I, I, would, I would say that I'm a feminist, but it comes with a bunch of caveats. Yeah, it's a weird one, but, but the great thing was his daughter rang the station yeah. and called him on it. <laughs> live on air. Oh, I wish I had heard oh, this. So his daughter's great. saying, uh, you say you're a feminist, uh, but you, uh, you're always saying that you can't do things, you know, that you're claiming practical, uh, you know, that you're impractical in order to get out of simple jobs around the house. <laughs> and he's like blustering. And then she says, not only that, when you're with your male friends, you describe women as birds. <laughs> Have you ever thought how harmful that is? And just totally called him on this old oh, school. beautiful. And he was really blustering and said, okay, fine, stop nagging me. He was such, he came over such an old school oh. sexist, you're nagging me. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, all yeah. This old stuff. Calm down, dear. Calm yeah, 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 exactly. <sighs> it was... But I love it when people get hoisted like that under yeah, a petard. Brilliant. So respect you to <laughs> yeah, Alistair Campbell's daughter, Glenn oh, was, Campbell. Oh, oh, she was did fantastic. a great yeah, job she there. did really well. It was hilarious. Oh, I wish I'd heard that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was lovely. And then he went home and just had to join his horrors with some yeah, with red, like, red wine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different There was a one in ten chance of his daughter phone. <laughs> out with his mates, dissing all the birds. But also, I mean, it is a, uh, you know, in terms of feminism and masculinity, he's a prime example of the kind of man who... Exhibits Morning Magpie very strong oh, hey, oh. posturing oh. male presence. Yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and would say, what? What? I'm just a normal guy. This is just what I think. You know, it's that, it's that classic. It's passive aggressive. Yeah, I mean, he's very big on men opening up about depression and yeah. all that stuff. Loads of good stuff. Yeah. But he's obviously conflicted, as we all are. Yeah. We've all, well, we all struggle with things. Yeah, I don't. But he's, uh, <laughs> it was just great to get him called on it. Have you noticed Lovely. how busy it's been the last kind of couple of hundred yards? It has, hasn't it? Everyone, well, everyone's come out to see how we run down hills. Yeah, that's right. Massive interest. <laughs> huge interest in the Lee Valley. We're talking of huge interest in that running starts, it's a nice, it's great conditions for running, isn't it? It's yeah, cool. it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, when I say humid, I don't mean warm, I mean there's water in the air. Yeah, it's, it's, like, uh, it's not quite misty, but it's definitely... It was actually a little bit cold yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? It almost felt like Christmas is coming up. <laughs> I mean, there's a, a definite preemptive strike on I summer. I think you've it had felt too, too many chammies. I, I, I don't know how, how much you're chamming it up with this back situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I read an interview with Mariah Carey this morning. Yeah. She was plugging her Christmas tour of the UK. Right. And she was sitting in front of a Christmas tree in June in LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like something, it's like those 70s bands making their Christmas songs. That would have been around now. Yeah. We should do a Christmas song. You get some Christmas songs if we do a Christmas song. Get a compendium together. So good, a compendium. Ho, 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 ho. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, how was your holiday boozing? Oh, it was huge. Was it? Yeah, yeah. But I've cut right back. Right. See, I've, I've, I've admitted to myself that... Well, you're um, an alcoholic. <laughs> I've not admitted <laughs> that to no, myself. No, no. No, I've admitted to myself that I'm no good at moderation. Yeah. So there is a sense to be an alcoholic, because I do notice, but it's more kind of an addictive personality all round, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, alcohol, of all things, is... Is in no way a dangerously addictive no, chemical. No, 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 absolutely not. But, um, so, I, uh, I just know that when I'm having a drink, I'm always thinking about, oh, great, I'll have a drink, I'll have another drink later, yes. I'll have a drink, this drink, you know what I mean? I can never just be with the one I'm having. Well, it's like running, though, isn't it? Yeah. You start running, you start running again after you've been injured, you think, this is great, I want to just do this all the time. Yeah, and, yeah, after now, I'm going to do this many miles yes. on this day, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to run to there. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, thanks, because that... Does make me sound like less of an alcoholic that comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was funny because I, uh, you know, I have a feeling good. I'm feeling pretty uh, phys- physically fit, physically yes. fit, physically physically. Numbers physically are good. Fit. And uh, but I weighed myself yesterday. It being a Monday. Right. And uh, the Monday weigh. The numbers weren't good. Were they not? I mean, they were quite high. Right. So they're good in terms of. Let's go left here. Um, they weren't terrible but it was up on the last time rather than down and my first thought feeling good about myself I'm quite you know uh, muscly and so on I uh, thought yeah just building muscle yeah doing exercise it's all muscle muscle. it's all muscle and then the other the the blooming other voice in your head said yeah yeah and all that lager inside of you drunk yeah booze booze adds up the numbers doesn't (laughs) it absolutely I mean the night before Sunday night I was kind of trying to kind of trick myself out of it on Sunday. Yeah. Because as we came home from holiday and June began, I thought I'm not going to, I'm going to stop drinking on a dime. Yeah. And I won't drink again until I finish this thing I'm writing, you know. Right. So, and then it was Sunday. It's still on holiday. The sun was shining. Sunday. I hadn't started writing. Yeah. So I, I ended up drinking different drinks. 
Right. So I had a, I still had a martini and a couple of pints. But I had a gin martini and a couple of pints of cider. Right. Just to throw myself off. Just to change it. Just to change it a bit. Yeah. And because the Copperberg was on special offer. Watch out for this bike behind you. I had a... Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I had the Copperberg, the Fruits Copperberg. Right. So there's one Edinburgh Festival when I just had a massive... Uh, I just went off on a red cider tip. Yeah. Normally, you know, those drinks that taste like sweets. Blah, can't do it, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I did one Edinburgh Festival. I was drinking the old Boomers with strawberry and lime. Yeah. And loving it. And, you know, it, it was like a holiday thing. As soon as I got home, I tasted it. I was like, ah, ah, ah. What was I thinking? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I had that Copperberg on Sunday, weighed myself on Monday. Uh, took a for a drink on Tuesday. On Sunday, we were myself. making it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but then I remember that that summer when I was drinking the Bulmers. Oh, sorry. sorry. Which is a bit early in the era of having lost weight. I put a stone back on. My goodness. But then that does factor in the thing that when you drink like that, you, you're much easier with the eating. It's funny, isn't it? This, this floating stone. Yeah. We've got like my, my sort of fighting, running best weight is just under 12 stone. Yeah. And yet, normally I'm, I'm over, I'm, I'm bordering 13. Yeah. And then it's just grades of fitness beyond that. It's like my overdraft. It's like my monthly yeah. overdraft. It's a lot like that, isn't it? It's, it, really, it really is. And it, my goodness, you feel the difference when it's not there. Yeah, but then it's so easy to come back on again. And, but, but also part of this learning for me has been, uh, you know, like post losing weight yeah. and not being a bloke anymore, but getting fit as a runner is realising that my lowest weight is not the same as my fittest weight. Yeah. I've actually undercut. Right. Looking back now in the overdraft analogy. Yeah. It's like there's times when I had money in the bank. Right. And there were times when I was, you know, I really was probably thinner than I needed to be. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is hard to imagine. I definitely didn't think I was at the time. No. Then you, unlikely, you don't, you don't, do you? No, but you feel, you feel different when you're thinner than you need to be. Yeah. And it's not unpleasant. No. Which is why people get addicted to it. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a sort of reptilian feeling, isn't it? It's just <laughs> yes. like, you're just beyond normal. Yeah, There's something really nice about slightly it. Slightly wide-eyed. Yeah. Partly because you, your brain chemistry is wrong. Yeah. Partly because your eyelids have lost weight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Roger Moore in a view to a kill. But it's uh, but people like uh, people like that extreme fitness, don't they? Yeah. And I think That's that true. you know I am a, a big man. Yeah. You know, even as a lean, mean running machine, it's a, it, you know there's an element of tank. I'm lucky that my uh, running role model is. Uh, Jason Bourne in The Bourne Supremacy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because he runs a bit like a truck. Yeah. You know, whereas I'm never going to be Steve Oban. No. I'm never going to be Jason Bourne. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's just a <laughs> slightly more relevant role model. Love Island's back, mate. Yes. Something to chip into. There goes the summer. Absolutely. There it goes. You don't watch Love Island, do you? No, I just don't. <laughs> I but I noticed that I'm totally aware that everyone was and is. Although I haven't started yet this year, but I'm the sure. The echo chamber factor is hilarious because honestly, can't find anyone who isn't watching it, and I can't find anyone who, who approves it. of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. It's yeah. like when I was in the yeah. sun, and yeah. most people ever saw it, and they all saw it by accident. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it is funny, I thought. I couldn't help it, my eyes just were yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. And then, interesting discussion and counter discussion that more people. Applied to be on it, then applied to go to Oxford and Cambridge. Wow. And then comedians come out and say, yeah, well, it doesn't cost 28 grand. 
then you're not going to be rejected if you went to a comprehensive. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so on. It's just, I think it's uh, not to be taken that seriously. Yeah. It's pretty ephemeral light. Very hypnotic television, though, if you start yeah. watching it. it. It knows exactly what it's doing. Yeah, yeah. And it lasts for the summer, and then... It's reality TV coming of age, you know? Yeah. Like I, said, I haven't watched it, but I do remember how when... That first couple of times Big Brother was on. Yes. It was huge. I mean, it, it is like that. huge for me, you know? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Running home, getting dinner ready and sitting down. Yeah. I can still, I mean, partly the thing with Big Brother is it's a bit of a trick because the music, I think, for our generation. I was thinking it was a great TV program. I was just coming up. That's what it was. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well the music's pot full of Ireland. It, it's definitely that generation's Big Brother. Yeah. It really, it's really is huge for them, yeah. And then, but then it lasts for the summer, then you finish, and, and you think, what have I been doing all summer watching this nonsense? Just it immediately inter- loses its... Interruption here. You, you, you'd want to stick at five, though, don't you? I, I prefer to, yeah, just, just for my... Uh, Do you want to get your shoes off and get your, get your bare feet out, or is that going to hurt or help you back? I, I want mine running on the grass, but I don't know if I can get my shoes off, just because I've got those toe wedges. Let's just go just along next to the path here. Yes, yeah, let's do that. Because yeah, I was, uh, we were playing... Um, me and my son played frisbee outside Kenwood House yeah. in Sunday's glorious sunshine. And he said, I'm going to take my shoes off. Do you mind? So I don't only not you mind. You're a genius. It. Encourage it. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. So, it's this generation's big brother. Yeah, he feels like it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, in a way, the ultimate question becomes how anthropologically connected is it? You know, originally Big Brother was really supposed to be a little picture of yes. real people. And then but it, it became soon became a, a quest of fame and a quest for fame, yes. Oddness and, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. But in turn that's been that's actually quite useful in society, you know, the, yeah. the kind of the first wave of people living alternative lifestyles are kind of you know, mildly freak showed yes. by various reality TV shows. And then two years later, it's all you've got people going, oh, my lifestyle choices have been permitted and now I can just yes. be, you know. I mean, Love Island's a bit different because it's, it's it seems to be at this point determinedly uh, heterosexual. Yes. So, that, so there's no... And done the, reconstructed in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah, gender roles. Yeah, there's no... Uh, but at the same time, there's a sort of sweetness in it because it's that yeah. hyper-reality. They generally look like they're sort of falling in love. So for adults watching it, there's a nostalgia. Yeah. Like the first time they fell in love. You know, yeah, it's people fancying each other and getting jealous. And yeah. But girls do this and boys do, do that. I can't. I mean, I am, I am too feminist for that. I'm sorry. I saw um, someone, yeah. some, uh, uh, you know, uh, political, not particularly political, but just, you know, politically vocal woman I follow on Twitter just saying, I watched Love Island and, you know, saw the cause of feminism go back 50 years in the first three minutes, which is essentially what happens in my Spice Girls joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't be watching that. Yeah, it's... Bonnie, Bonnie watches it. She loves it. It's just, it's just interesting. It's just people. Don't you think it's a dangerous footprint in the wet, wet cement of her young mind? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. She's, uh... Did you enjoy my analogy, though? I didn't know. It was lovely. Thanks. It trips, it trips off the tongue. We got, I got a bit of credit for the old two-sandwich analogy for, for Mayo and Wiley on Radio 2. Oh, yeah. But, shamefully, people had to point out to me that I'd conflated Mayo with Mayo, <laughs> and I hadn't even noticed. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's awful, isn't it? But... Can I say we were slightly ahead of the curb with our observations because the papers have been full yeah. of reviews pointing out exactly 
what we pointed out. But you know what? I Our observations. Again, the other thing I'd missed, and this connects to what we're talking about, is I think that the BBC are trying to fix a gender imbalance. No, they are. Yeah, it's but, crazy. But it's but don't do it in a crass way. You know, I mean, yes. that's a good. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. comes from a good place. But don't if you do that and then create a radio show, which is palpably not as good as the one that was there before. It just hurts everyone. It's counterproductive. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hurts the cause. It hurts the show. It hurts the station. It hurts your and, it, and it demeans us all. <laughs> you know, Whiteley's brilliant as a, as a sort of music journal. Yeah. He knows the music. Absolutely. So just I mean, leave, absolutely leave it for this. You know, we yeah, yeah, in yeah. our house, those are two shows that the radio went on for. You know, right. Mayo and Wiley. Two shows that we would go straight to Radio 2 for. Yeah. You know? So why not kill them both? Anyway, yes, we covered this last time. Well, my uh, talking about culture, we are, we were. My literary agent sent my book out last week. Yes. To all the big publishers, yeah. editors of publishers. And he says... Do you want to sit down and tell me about this properly? <laughs> Paul's literary agent... Here says he said that I should hear back within two or three weeks, Ooh. which is an incredible turnaround when you yes. consider I gave a treatment into Sky and it took 10 months. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, but I think so. you might just be finding that people in publishing uh, have got manners, but no, I think they might maybe just uh, spin more bug dust. I mean, you know, we're just, like, don't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's our friend Natalie was waiting for notes on a book she was writing. Yes. And they just said, you'll have it in three weeks, you'll have it in three weeks, you'll have it in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. five months. Yes. You know, she's got an edgy person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was not a fun time for her. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> so, we managed not to knock that woman over this time. Yeah. <laughs> Barge. She's looping around in the opposite direction. Yet more proof that we're doing this run in the wrong direction. Yes. It's nice Unlike to, real people. It's nice to do it differently. So we'll wait, I'll wait and uh, well, good luck. hear on that one, yeah. Of course, you throw it out there and we'll wait and see. That's all you can do there. And when, we, when Paul's book is out, touching wood, I'm going to reach yeah. up and actually touch wood. We're gonna, we'll get together a new running commentary website. Yeah. And you'll be able to come and pick up all the podcasts and get the book and get the, uh, running the t-shirts tops which are on the, the way t-shirt which all are in stuff running in production as we speak coming in 2019 yeah and uh, we're working on that yeah I'd love to I'd love to write. I, I mean to be fair I'm going to write the book anyway of course you are but it would be nice to just get someone it'd be nice not to be shouting into a void yeah yeah it'd be nice to have someone to, to, to say we want you to write a book and we'll give you a bit of money to I'll, I'll not that there's I'll not yeah not that there's any money in publishing anyway but you know we'll wait and see in that one there. Well, maybe we should that's well that's great though this is nice it's nice running it a different way yeah this is really nice actually yeah, that's you beautiful, can't see the pub it? from here this is where the slightly out of sight on our right are the old um, filter beds of London right so they'd filter all the water here when this is when the water came through from down from Hertfordshire, I suppose I don't know right. what I'm talking about. There's a really nice pub just over there, this way. Right. Um, I'm just wandering off in any direction. It's one of those pubs named after uh, Princess Diana, but I can't remember, can't remember what it's called. Right. England's Rose. Candle in the Wind. Something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so all good. And that's a nice, it's a nice place to be. Yeah, yeah. We've just come out, we've popped off the uh, canal, Morning Magpie, we're on uh, Mill, Mill Fields now. And we're cut up through Clapton. 
to hack me down. So. Very nice. But yeah, because it's cool. It's uh, cool and humid and, and pallid. It's June, but it's grey. There's no flowers. It's all leaves, yeah? But uh, people were talking. Someone got in touch yesterday and was saying, I've lost all my pace in the heat. And I think that it's when funny it comes to different it, people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think some people don't, and that yeah. does make it difficult. But I think if you do, if it does, there's nothing to be done. You know, no. just be seasonal. Is I don't just, know if you would, you're better at running the heat than me. Just factor it in. Just yeah. factor it in. Yeah. Just wait, and that pace will come back. You know, if you keep. I mean, I find in terms of racing, <laughs> short distances, I'm quicker in the heat. <laughs> As yeah. long as it's not de- you know debilitative, but say if you're yeah. if you're racing about six pm or something, seven pm yeah. on a summer's evening, yeah. and you're fit, you're never going to get faster. Yeah. So that's why those little you do like they do them in Regent's Park, little five k's, right? Five k races. You're kind of closer to body temperature, so you're kind of yeah, warm you're and just, good to go. Yeah, you just you just you just loose. But that's totally short distances as well. Yeah, yeah, talking. totally. I mean, you're naturally Marathons. your body's naturally. Faster when it's a little bit warmer. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard. But you're right. With long distances, you just got to factor it in and drink more and take take the pace off. I mean, my London marathon was, you know, much slower than New York, which was, you know, a quintessential, you know, wheels falling off. And you felt a bit fitter. I felt good in London. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I just had to take it slow. Yeah. And then, but then guilt about that is what's led me back onto the hamster wheel since. But uh, have no time for guilt, like. No, no, there's no guilt in the running community. But yeah, I think if you, I think ultimately don't fight it. You know, it's a couple of things. It's it's kind of irritating advice, really, because people want fixes. But that combines two things people asked about recently. One was saying, seems to be taking a long time to get back after a marathon. Yeah. I think that one, you really do have to listen to your body. Yes. You know, ignore Paul. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't be running on that bad back. No, no, no. And you do have, you know, there's there's some medical evidence, isn't it? A marathon will give you t- lots of tiny injuries that you can't possibly perceive. Absolutely. So yeah. if there's any doubt, there is no doubt. You've Including... Got Little micro tears in the heart. If yes. You push it. Yeah. You know, and those need to rebuild. It's a very, right. very That's right. big guy, ask of your body. The guy that died in the marathon this year had done another marathon three weeks before. Yeah. And these yeah. things are connected. God bless them. Yeah. That. I mean, those people who everyone reacts differently, but it's just being sensitive to how tiring it is. Yeah, that's right. Definitely not rushing, but but by the same token, it's quite nice to. To think I've got all this endurance on a spring marathon. Yeah. Let's just run some short, fast distances. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that because I've got all this strength. You'll, you'll probably be amazed how strong you actually are. You must be annoyed. Physically. You must be annoyed with the older uh, back at this stage because of that timing. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But I'm not strong. Enough. I didn't do all the endurance stuff anyway, so I'm completely yeah. chasing my tail this, yeah. this year. Yeah. But it was amazing how quickly I got back to really enjoying sprinting on the track yeah. while of course I was simultaneously just sprinting towards a disaster <laughs> yay but it's just telling, like a lemming it, but ultimately <laughs> uh, that's funny because I thought you said lemon no, you yeah. put in lemon yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was really going for it on this but, session it's a real shame but then it is you know but then the, the clincher the irritating clincher is heavy suitcases and car journeys you know yes because that's the magic of running is once you get out there you know, don't you? It's a shame. Sometimes what you know is that, no, can't do it. Yeah. I'm slow today. You know, that, this thing I've trained for for ages, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And another day, 
you're like, Catch this feels great. You know, yeah, yeah. you're worried about. Yeah. I didn't know I could go that fast. I didn't know I could go that far. Yeah. You never really know till you're out there. No, you don't. It's like work with us. Yes. You know, you write this great new joke. You get up on stage and it's just inert. Yeah. And then you do <laughs> yeah. something else that you just sort of throw away. And they love and it. They, everyone loves it. And then when you're doing it, you know it's funny too. Yeah, you feel you it. You feel yeah. it. And that's the same with... With writing, and you sit down, you can think about what you're going to write for ages. Yeah. Until it is rolling out in front of you, you don't know anything about it. No, you don't. No. So. Where are you? Where are you this week? Where are you at? Where are you gigging? I haven't got shows. I've taken time off to do some writing. Oh, well, you're not gigging this it's weekend just either. Just rolling out in front of me. That's oh, right. Nice. That's and I was going to put myself kind of on. Uh, in case <laughs> I got irritated with my own company, I was going to uh, put myself on the. Uh, What's the word, you know, like on call. Right. But I'm not going to because I'm going to put myself on call for my brother. Yes. Instead because he's going into hospital. Right, okay. So so you're doing something that I'd quite like to do if only I had the small financial cushion to do it. Yeah. Is live like a normal person just for a little bit. Yeah. And do some writing and get yeah. to bed at a normal time. But the and danger all that of that is going on holiday, you know, because it's so easy, particularly, you know, we were on holiday. We were house sitting, right? So yeah. we weren't in a holiday home. We weren't getting any meals cooked. Yeah. We we're just in a really nice house. It just happens to be three or four times the size of ours in deepest Wales. Nice. With a few animals there that needed feeding. The fantasy, the fantasy, the yeah. screenwriter in his Welsh, Welsh abode yeah, exactly. in the valleys. Running and writing. Yeah, yeah. Running and gigging, in fact. I yeah. went to Swansea and Aberystwyth. That was great. Although, talking of writing, I went to Swansea. The first gig in a few days as well, because I was taking the first weekend off. I went there, and I got on stage and I did my first line. Yeah. And a guy who went and said, you said that last time. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a Swansea diss. Yeah. So he was setting yeah. up a dialogue, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. But my goodness. That's still a gear changer, isn't it? That hurt a lot. Yeah. Ooh. That tells you it's going to be a slightly different gig, though, doesn't and it? And then I was... Uh, I was... Uh, I said, well, nothing's changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh. So, yeah. Can't go back to Swansea until I've written a whole new set. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Uh, I've just been I've been gigging loads actually. Loads it's a guy of coming gigs. up the road on what sounds like a chainsaw. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. It's an electric Brompton. That is an electric yeah. Brompton. <laughs> I've never heard a vehicle sound less like yeah. a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, how are you getting to work today? On a strimmer. Yeah. Get to work on a strimmer. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out! Whoa! Missed it. Yeah, well done. So we're crossing here, eh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Got a green man, let's make it all the way. Yeah, that was Clapton Ponds. And now we're just do the shortcut through Tatney Downs. And uh Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's different know. things at the moment, you know. Doing different work, doing changes, stuff going on. It feels uh Everything feels a bit transitional. It's, yeah. Doesn't doesn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I think maybe it's a bit agey as well myself. Yeah. Well. Just that sort of approaching forty nine thing. Yeah. I just feel like things need to change a bit. Yeah. Not necessarily my running, but just work and just everything. Yeah. Yep. Just need to do different stuff, you know. Well, at the risk of going back to something, I think that 
you talk about sometimes recovering because something happens in a different way or takes a different amount of time yeah. to what we imagine. You know, I think in the long game, you're always going to be relating to uh, your sub three. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just defining, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was why it'd be great, like you say, to have someone say, "Please tell us your story." Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Which I, which I have to do, but I need just that lifestyle. That's what I'm saying with you. It's nice to have a bit of time where he's doing a bit of gardening with a snipper on a yeah. long stick. I think when he's finished that, he can probably use it to drive home on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's nice for you to have just a little bit, however short, of not having to go to and do gigs, yeah, yeah. which are great, but it's a bit of an unhealthy lifestyle. Although I could do... Yeah, that's right. Well, it's that fundamental thing, and it's great to see physically, you know, to be kind of proven... <laughs> this is a really selfish attitude. I just realised what I'm saying. But um, Say it, go on, say it. Claim um, it, own it. I just... It, I felt really vindicated when you said that the driving set your back off. Yeah, the, yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. I love the not driving. Yeah. And when I ha- was driving, we had a hire car for the holiday. Yeah. And then I drove to the gigs, and they were in Wales. But Swansea was a long way from where we were staying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was good and everything. I listened to the radio. There was nothing bad about the experience. But it wasn't very good for my soul, you know? Yeah. By the time I got back to our holiday place, I was really... I'd, I'd had a little look back into the abyss. Yeah. I'd be so happy that we stopped that we stopped having a car. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind mentally the act of driving. Look at this. Just physically. This is gorgeous, isn't this it? Is, uh, this poppies is poppies, and, and they're not irises. I think they're cornflowers, but they're incredibly gorgeous. It's a bit of meadow in Hackney Downs. That is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine what it's like in the sunshine. That's it's like, gorgeous. It's like Monet or... Yeah, it is. It's also it? like the old... Uh, that fantastic artwork they had after 100 years after the First World War. Yes. Yeah. It's also a terrible bowling green, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, really, you're on. just not going to get on, any mate. pace on that. Come on, mate. No, that is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so mentally I'm okay with the act of driving. Yeah. Uh, it's just the physical I'm not, thing. I'm not. Yeah, that's fair enough, isn't it? It's the same. It's connected to that thing of having to run listening to music. Yeah. With driving, that's not enough. Yeah. I just listen to music and listen to radio. I get steadily cross and just focus on, you know, it's the same, you know, the kind of trains of thought you have, like, if you can't sleep in the middle of the yes, night. Yes, yeah, yeah, get a bit fearful, get a bit anxious. Negative spirals. Yes, yeah, yeah. just don't do anyone any good. Yeah. So spending hours and hours a week in that headspace. Yes. It's no good. Yeah, it's a late night, early morning thing, isn't it? And it's also very important to chill out the next day. I'll often get, a, get to bed at three yep. on a Sunday morning. And I'll be up at half eight, nine, yeah. and have a full day. And you're not recovered then. No. You're still tied out. That's right. Especially if you launch into a two-bottle Sunday. Here we go, mate. Look, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. For the win. Bit, bit. For the win. Oh, I didn't mean to set you off. I'm I'll setting s- dogs off I'm thinking a bit of a sprint. Oh, you want to... Don't you do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. No, no, we shouldn't. This is... I thought you were talking about the dog. <laughs> no. This is Paul not sprinting. T- tell you what, do your tacking. No sprinting. Keep it slow. That's it. That's a good pace. Yeah, it's ridiculous. One uh, heavy, heavy night yeah. years ago. Heavy, heavy night? Me and some friends went to a park Yeah. at dawn. Nice. And we were, you know. At the end of a long night. We yeah. were the worst for wear. Yeah. And uh, we found one of these 100-meter tracks yeah. set up for a sports day. It's about quarter to six in the morning. And my friend said, all right. let's just have a walking race. Right. <laughs> so he started walking. And he said, but you don't even have to stay in the track if you want. Right. So we're kind of walking and wandering and being, you know, being pretty psychedelic about the whole thing. Yeah. And do you know what? 
it got foggy. Right. And we kind of, 10, 20 yards in, I'm not sure I can see the rest of the track. <laughs> and then this big black dog came out of the fog. Wow. And then, is this dog real? And it's going, <laughs> and it's this, this hippie race is much harder than I thought it was going to be. Just descended into encounter the black dog. Yeah. We once had the, one of those experiences where we were playing football under the influence. <laughs> and uh, we ended up all getting stuck in the net for about 40 minutes. <laughs> we, we just couldn't get <laughs> out of the net. Those, those are good days. That's like that. Possibly, <laughs> probably urban myth. But I was told that it actually wasn't. And I would love to think that it wasn't about the guys in, uh, you know, properly like... Ken Kesey era guys right, yeah. took uh, LSD right. uh, in, the, in the early in the 70s and they went to the supermarket yeah. and they got good idea. they were in Wales good idea maybe this is more recent it doesn't matter they went to the supermarket and it was too much and they really got the fear and then it's they, an overload isn't it sensory yeah, overload and they got into that they hid in a truck <laughs> at, at, in the car park and then oh, the truck no. just pulled up and went away. And they were just freaking out in the truck. <laughs> and they couldn't move. And they both said, it can't be, it can't be a hallucination because they're both experiencing because they were surrounded by Daleks. <laughs> and then eventually the truck got to the Doctor Who set. And it was a truck full of Daleks. That's so funny. I hope that's true. If you can find any witnesses to that story. I mean, I find supermarkets a bit of a sensory overload. When I'm sober. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. never mind in that state. Yeah, that's right. I love supermarkets, wandering around supermarkets. <laughs> they are sensory overload. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. You're hungry, it's cold. There's loads of things on offer, loads of aisles. Funnily enough, though, you see this this very supermarket here, the, the Amherst Food, food Centre. Yeah. Last year, I did like a 21-mile run ahead of London. Yeah. And I stopped here. I did that thing of counting the miles you know it's yeah, 21 near, near the end yeah and i wasn't uh, when as you know we're not at my house yet yeah and i just thought right that's it i'm stopping yeah and i went in there to get a bottle buy a bottle of water and uh, i was so wet <laughs> i couldn't make anything work you know right. i couldn't undo my fingers didn't work so they were cold and wet i couldn't open my pocket and i got my phone out <laughs> and just swiping across the screen it was like you know it might as well have been a biscuit yeah, yeah, for all the use I could get out of it. My wife phoned, and I could see her phone, but I couldn't answer. Come and get me. Yeah. It was the running in the rain version of the same blooming thing. It was bad. Man down. So talking of uh, reality TV, well, it's not reality TV. But BGT. Popular TV. Britain's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent. Lost Voice Guy. Yeah, who I've never geeked with, actually. Ah, well, that's funny, because I have yeah. a few times. He's great, yeah. as people will know. But yes. he is, that's what, you know, from our very subjective point of view, one of the nicest things about it is that Lee is a proper, effective club comic yes. who's paid his circuit dues, you know? Absolutely. First yeah. time I worked with him, he was in a weekend at Birmingham Glee Club. And, you know, that's a great gig. Yeah. But equally, it's a... It's a, comedy, it's a yeah. testing ground, you know. Yeah. Anyway, the last gig we did together was fantastically horrible. I think I told you about it. It was, we were in a kind of social club. I think it was in Essex, but I honestly don't remember, so I'm not sort of going to diss anywhere. Right. But it really was like a script writer's idea of a terrible gig. Yeah. You know, it was 
poorly attended by big, angry old people. Nice. In coats. Fantastic. Yeah, ready <laughs> to leave. Ready to yeah. leave. Ready to hate everything. Yeah. Ready to turn even the cleverest, funniest jokes kind of against you. Yes. Like, yeah. Come here and say that. Looking to take offence. That's yeah. right. And he uh, and I. Um, Took him on it. In fact, the compere was the guy who, who bit the best bullet of the lot because he was just up there going, well, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he, Why have you know, come out? Yeah. He steered us through the strange icebergs of this gig. And me and Lee, you know, equally kind of basically came away with the audience going, that was good. And I was going, that was crazy. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the guy in the middle, who also was not a bad comic, Thank did you. not survive. Yeah. One fell. Anyway, so he's... One fell that grim You know, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah, yeah. Good luck to him. He's, well, he's... I wonder if he'll get managed by Cal. It would be... Un- managed to avoid that. I mean, he'll get... He's obviously got a big chunk of change. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But it's trying to avoid getting snared in by... I share an oh, agent. Cowley. So right. His, uh, my agent would be... Uh, wouldn't be ideal for him. No, of course not. <laughs> But Absolutely. equally, Simon Cow, what does Simon Cow know about comedy? It doesn't matter how much money you've got. You know the football analogy. You know, if you can't manage, if you don't know the sport, yes. you could throw money at it and still have an incredibly rubbish football team. Yes. Yeah. Like, for example, insert name of team here in yes. give year here. But I know he famously, because uh, my, my son was a massive fan of George Sampson yeah. back in the day. He was one of the first stars to be broken by BGT. Yeah. And the deal that he signed with him <coughs> was like borderline <coughs> illegal. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Cal took 90% of his earnings. Yeah, yeah. Um, he took 110%, I think. Yeah. It's uh, when Andy's, people say, Andy's house. I'm going to go out there and give it 110%. <laughs> they don't realise how financially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a constitutes a verbal contract. Well, Steve Brookstein has never seemed like a very happy fellow since the X Factor. Right. <coughs> well, I mean, because <coughs> I think he got taken to town in a similar way. A lot of comics did. Britain's Got Talent this year, didn't they? Yeah. A few. Well, a few did. Yeah. To varying or lesser degrees of success. I think they were tough room, at, tough experience. Well, I think that the Britain's Got Talent. I think I realise as I say them out loud how subjective these this whole perspective is but it's none the worse for it I think that hopefully I think it's because Britain's got I think that c- comedy helps them with their credibility right I say these are working guys right doing a proper you know thing that involves talent yes. but they still need discovering and lifting yes. up yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know. so it does give the show you know it, make, it, it gives it a bit of quality it's better than something ridiculous you know if you can do some trick with your nose and a rubber yeah you know you might go to the top but it just don't get me wrong it's, it's a great act yeah I mean that's yeah, great that nose rubber guy yeah. but it's uh, and also you run out of those people I'd imagine yeah that's right however you know on your 20th series or whatever yeah and, and the time passes on them you know I've gigged with Stavros flatly yes and that poor lad is too old for it now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Stavros on first <laughs> Which one of them's the dad? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go through this little gap. So, um, yeah, so good luck to him. The other thing, talking of uh, insider perspective that I absolutely love, because, of course, Lee can't speak. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I think don't, people don't realise that he's a Geordie. 
Right. You know, so all the initial celebration, all the people crying on Facebook, where people were northeast yes, yeah, comedy yeah. circuit guys. Who love him. Yeah, yeah Jason, one of my by Jason Cook and Matt Reed and uh, yes. oh, someone else from up there just going, oh, I can't believe it, really. Yeah. Which is really nice. So it's a good thing. It's so hard to, uh, and what I'm about to communicate now is a bit strange. I'm asking you to give me the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Hold off a moment because I went slightly the wrong way there. We're about a minute from my house, so that's weird. It's it's so hard to identify with a disability. Yeah. You sort of assume it's not as bad as it is or something. Like I was on stage with Chris, gigging with Chris McCausland recently. Yes, yes. Who's a blind comic? He used to he used to have sight, and now he's been going progressively blind. Yes, and he was in uh, Love the Apollo last year. Yeah, he's a very but, funny man. Family people might know him as uh, Rudy, the market store guy from Me Too. Right. I don't even know what that Me Too is, but oh, it doesn't matter. But but he's uh, he's great. Yeah. But he really can't see at all. No, so he's so when you stood in front of him, he doesn't know who you are till you say your name. Yes. And it's very hard to... Because I always assumed he sort of could a bit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's, no, it's, he's just very, it's very hard to identify how tough that life is. And you realise that you're yeah. projecting. And also, the, you know, the, absolute, the reverse of that is true. You know, guys like Chris and Lee... You know, they're making a point yeah. of doing exactly what we do yes. without making any fuss about it. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, and it's... Uh, yeah, they're tough, they're tough guys. Yeah, They've got yeah. a lot of bottle and are very funny. I remember, oh, it's amazing, yeah. But also connecting that back into uh, the BBC's kind of possibly worthy but slightly misguided attempts to balance things up is that when Chris is playing the... Rudy, the market trader, yeah. in Me Too, which is great. It's yeah. that classic thing like we always have when comedians turn up on things. Um, you know, that was um, diversity in action, right? Yeah. But they made his character so, like, normal and accessible and the same, equal, I suppose, the word right. I'm looking for, that no one watching the show knew he was blind. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, you've slightly missed that the point sort of, there. yeah. That's cross. I feel like this morning's run has been uh, slightly. Uh, you, you, I've had to keep pulling you off to one side or the other. So sorry about that. Oh, no, no, it's fine. You little sharp turns. No, it's with, good. With, LG, with your tacking, tacking and backing, I'm a little bit worried about it. You know? No, it's fine. It's a bit. It's, it's stiffening up a little bit, but it's been good to. So it's time to, get to stop. Run. Okay, time to stop. Let's just go do a full pace. Yeah. Six-minute mile <laughs> yeah, around the block, yeah, yeah. and then we're there. Oh, yeah. That was great. Hey, show, show us in your face how you feel. Oh, he's happy. He's happy. I'm back. First run back. Nice. How, how long was that? Five, five and a half? I would tell you exactly how long it was. Six and a quarter. Was it really? Yeah, six and a third, actually. Okay. So, so it's sort of good old 10k. Yeah, exactly. You did it rattle off a good old 10k. Nice. Ten and a half minute average puts pace. Yeah, well, it's a nice little, yeah, nice little pootle and chat. Tell us what you're up to. Which, as I say, we're going to do that half marathon September the 9th. Lake Brunery. Yes. I'm going to be running a bootleg headphones on that run. Yeah. I'm going to take a massive sound yeah. system. It's a massive mask. Like one of those scary guys <laughs> yeah. on a bike. Yeah. And have a bag that's going... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you said I can bring my headphones. Real running for real people. <laughs> <laughs> if you are involved and you're a lovely person or you're the person who recommended it, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Marshall. We don't want any trouble. The thank you. We've had a bit of a... There's a lot of thank you, Marshall, going on. Yeah, good. Which is great. There was a guy who did like 21 in one race. Yes. I mean, that, that, he's a hero. Yeah, he's definitely a hero to award. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like we've started... Oh, and here's, here's one last thing before we stop. Yeah. Is the Golden Stag Mile happening? It is. It's on July the 6th. Okay. Barnet. It's on at Finsbury Park. I will try and do that. I've got the club champs the day before that, the 5K. But do you think uh, it's all going to be booked up and stuff as well? No, I think you'll be fine. But okay. I, let, let's, let's enter that today. Finsbury Park, 6th of July. Yes. And that is one of those evening races, if the weather's right, just have a good thrash out over a mile. And, uh, and we, and really yet, good we haven't quite managed to get in the Scarborough 10K yet either, have we? No. Well, I am. Oh, uh, oh, you, oh, yeah. uh, oh, don't take your microphone away. Yeah. Talking to you. Um, but and I will try and sort that out, don't worry. Yeah. Because that, that's another autumnal race. Do you think there'll be another landslip, though? Because That hotel, Holbeck Hall Hotel, I used to play football there with a mate. And we used to nick into the kitchen and nick food from that hotel. <laughs> Just well, This is years before it actually collapsed. When you, I was going to say, when you nick food from there, did you ever nick struts from its foundations? <laughs> Clay from underneath. <laughs> we nicked the odd wooden beam <laughs> no, because there's footage of it uh, falling into the uh, sea on the on Facebook. That happened in 1993. I mean, I'm talking like mid 80s now because we used to play there. But yeah, that's, that's when a, you had that massive. You were a clay supplier, weren't you? you had that. Yeah, so good it, cliff clay. Yeah, just clay clay around the world. Yeah, criminal <laughs> enterprises, tonk, tonks and sons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're still going to hopefully. If not, if you go to Scarborough, and me and uh, Andrew Barnes can't go to Scarborough. We'll, get, we'll do a salt run. I'm going to try and fix it, but that's. October the 21st that's another race we are doing yep. and that'll be is that the week two weeks after your marathon yeah that's right Okay, so that'll be a sort of comeback relax race for you but it's along the marine drive in Scarborough no that'd be great I'd really like to do I'm that I'm really looking forward so to that that's so that's that so that's just 21 weeks away yes <laughs> 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 so lots of stretching yeah. for me and uh, get in touch Give yeah sort you back out thanks for all the other tips so that half is on but you had a few other excellent suggestions frankly just goes to show how many great runs there are out there so let's try and do some more of them with Paul Tomkinson and Rob Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.